Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey there, listeners. What's up? What am I doing showing up again in your podcast app? Well, I loved our mini series so much that I thought, Aubrey, why not just keep pouring into your listeners? They keep showing up for you in big ways. Why not return the favor? So I'm going to be showing up in your podcast app Well, who knows? I'm going to keep showing up in there twice a week at least, giving you a bonus episode just so that you can feel that extra bit of energy and motivation to do the thing that you want to do, which is grow and scale your freelancing business. But today I'm going to be answering a question that I get a lot in my DMs is how do I actually start the business? What do I have to do to start it? How did you do it, Aubrey? What steps do I need to take? There are so many things that go along with this question. It is long-winded for sure, and I never want to take up too much of your time. I know you're busy. I know you're probably doing all the back-to-school things, and you've got kids, you've got a life, you've got things going on. So I'm going to give you five quick things, five quick hitting things that you can do if you are like, I've been wanting to start the freelancing business. I've been wanting to do this. I've seen what you've done, Aubrey. I see other people doing it. I want to do that too. I want a little bit more financial freedom. Maybe I want to leave the job. I don't know what your reason is, but I want to help you achieve it. I want to help you get to that place. So let's go ahead. Let's dive into five things that you need to do right now. If you want to start a service-based business where you're providing a done-for-you service to online business owners or maybe brick-and-mortar business owners, we're going to give you those five quick things. So the first thing that I need you to do is you need to claim your space on the internet. You need to pick one social media platform. I don't suggest on doing all the things right now because that's going to overwhelm you trying to keep up with everything. Pick a platform where you want to say, here I am, this is what I'm doing. You know, I always suggest going with just your name because if you add something else to the end of it, if you add virtual assistant to the end of it, it can limit you. So claiming your stake and just saying, here I am, this is my business and just having that space on the internet saying, this is where I'm going to do business for right now. Um, we will get into an episode later on, on do I need a website? When do I need a website? All those things, but just claiming your space on social media, whether that be Instagram or Facebook. There's really no right or wrong answer here. I don't think you can go wrong. Um, I have a Facebook page. I will tell you, I don't do much with it. I am more on Instagram, but whatever you feel like is going to be the thing that you're going to be able to keep up with consistently, posting and having that place, that's the one I would suggest going with. The second thing that I feel like you need to do is you need to figure out what it is that you're going to do and who you're going to serve. What service are you 
going to offer? What realm are you going to be in? You know, I always recommend not casting your net super wide. I would suggest trying to narrow in on a specific offering, a specific service that you offer. Maybe you could have a couple different offerings within that realm, but I would try to keep that realm of things within the same area. I wouldn't try to do Pinterest podcast and website design. Those are just three crazy wide nets and it's going to get you overwhelmed. So you could do podcasts and maybe your offering could be, you know, the editing in the show notes and then another piece or offering of that could be podcast outreach where you are pitching for your clients. So figuring out what you do and who you serve. Who do you want to work with? Do you want to work with online course creators? Do you want to work with coaches? Do you want to work with creatives? Do you want to work with other service providers? So just kind of figuring that out, what service you want to provide, and then what you, who you want to work with. The third thing, and we have talked about this in our mini series, we actually chatted about how this is going to be the thing that will actually bring in more people through the door. But the third thing that you need to do is you need to tell your network. We talked about this specifically in episode 57. You need to tell your people in your network what you're doing. It's not enough to just have the Facebook page or the Instagram page and think that you're open for business. People need to know about it. So whether that's posting on your personal page, whether that's sending a group text message to some of your closest friends or your family members and just saying, hey, I'm venturing out. I'm starting this freelancing business. Here's what I'm going to be offering. You never know where that connection might lead to. You never know who they know. They might have been out to dinner or at a networking event and said, hey, I'm looking, I'm going to start a podcast. I need someone to help me with the editing. I don't even want to, I don't even want to deal with that. And they might say, oh my gosh, what a coincidence. My sister-in-law just said that she is going to start offering that to online business owners. Do you want me to connect you? Do you want me to give you her number? People love to be that connector. People love to know that they've connected people. So tell your network, tell people what you're doing. People can't know about you and what you do if you don't ever say anything about it. And I know that this is a hard thing to do. It's hard to overcome to get over it, but just start small. Post it on your Facebook page. And I know that you'll think, well, people are going to judge me. People are going to think about me. And I will tell you two things. I'll tell you one, people are really never thinking the things that you think they're thinking about you. They're really not thinking, oh my gosh, what does she think she's doing? Uh, You know, why would she be doing that? If I see someone starting a business, like my brother-in-law started a business. I, I just, I mentioned that in a previous episode. He started a business. I was shouting it from the rooftops. My parents are getting ready to open a pharmacy, a local pharmacy in our town. I'm shouting that from the rooftops because I'm so excited for them. So people will be excited for you to do the same. People love to see people in investing in themselves and taking a risk and stepping out. So post on it. You don't even know, even if it's just people giving you congratulations, that's so awesome. I'm so excited for you. That'll lift your spirits. And the the second thing that I want to tell you about, you know, thinking people will judge you is the people who will judge you are not people that you should be looking to for advice or, you know, for their approval. Anybody else who is in the online space who is starting a business or growing a business or has a business, they are going to be the people that are going to lift you up. So if there are people that will do that, 
those opinions of those people do not matter because they are not in the same arena as you and they are not fighting the fight with you. Anybody else who is in this space is going to be there to lift you up. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> so the fourth thing that you need to do is this is where we actually are going to get a little bit more specific on the type of service that you offer for your clients, you know, how you help people and the process that you walk people through. So this is where you're going to have to decide on a price point. I know that there are people out there that say that you should do some work for free and there is really nothing wrong with that, but I've always been of the mindset that if I am putting an offering out into the space, I don't ever wanna just do something for free. I want there to be some skin in the game for me to show up and to Put the work in and also for the person that I'm doing that for to say like, hey, like I've invested in you and I believe in you. So even if that means you offer it at a discount or a low rate, that's where I would start. You don't have to say like, this is where I would like this service to be priced at. Start at a lower rate so that you can get some confidence, get some people through the door, get those results for people, and then you can use those testimonials and their, those results as you continue to increase your price. But you need to create that specific offer. So what is it going to look like? What's it entail? And what is it priced at? That's the fourth thing that you need to do when you're starting your service-based business. And then the fifth thing, and this might be against what some people say, but I truly believe this. And a lot of people want to know what has attributed to your success, Aubrey, how have you been able to get to where you are in two short years? You, you know, you started the business, you were seven months pregnant and you've grown it and scaled it. And now you've transitioned into this business coach and online course creator. How did you do it? My biggest tip that I could give you is to invest in some kind of mentorship. That doesn't mean that you need to, you know, take out a small loan to get into the group coaching or the mastermind. But I truly believe that having the accountability from someone who's gone before you, who's already invested in themselves, who's already gone through all the missteps and the obstacles, having the accountability, gaining mentorship from someone else has been the thing that has catapulted my business the way that it is. And if you are anything like me, you want to achieve things at a fast pace. You do not want to sit around and wait for things to come to you and, and hope that things fall into your lap and hope that the jobs come through and hope that this business takes off. You want to take the steps that will actually make the business take off for you. And I know for me, it has been getting the mentorship, investing in courses, investing in one-on-one -on -one coaches, investing in the masterminds, taking those steps to have that high-level training from someone else who's gone before me so that they can show me the roadmap of what I need to do to achieve it. You know, I could have done it by myself. I am a go-getter and I could have DIY'd it, but I, you know, know that I wouldn't have been following through if I wouldn't have had the accountability. I know that I would find myself, you know, winding and turning down these roads of uncertainty. And if someone can just say, here's the path that you need to take to get your, you know, freelancing business up and running or to scale your business or to create the online course, those are things that to me make the sense. It makes sense to invest that money because someone's going to show me how I can achieve my goals faster than I could. I won't just be throwing spaghetti at the wall. I won't be, you know, not following through. I will have the roadmap to get there. So to recap these five quick steps on what you can do to start your freelancing business today is number one, you need to claim your space online and say like, hey, this is my hub. This is where I do business. 
we will get into the website later on, but this is where I'm going to do business. Facebook, Instagram, those are two that I really recommend that a lot of people are. You need to figure out, you know, who it is that you want to work with and what it is that you want to do for them. Remember, don't try to cast a super wide net of all these things that you can do for them. We bring a lot of different experiences from our previous jobs or our current jobs, but try to stay within a similar realm, a smaller realm, as opposed to trying to offer all the services that you could to all the different types of people. You need to tell people what you're doing. Yes, we're going to talk about what we're doing. We're not going to just keep it close to our heart and just in our four walls of our office and our home. You know, we are going to tell people about what we do. The fourth thing is creating that specific offer that you do. What is the process that you walk clients through and pricing it? Remember, starting low if that makes you feel comfortable, but as you gain confidence and as you gain experience, you're going to increase that price. And then the fifth thing is gaining mentorship and accountability from someone online who has gone before you, who knows what it's like to walk the walk and talk the talk and can help you navigate this new business venture. Now, maybe you're in a place where you want to start the freelancing business, you want to grow it, but you just don't know the how and how to figure out what your service should be and how to network and all those things that come along with growing your freelance business. I wanted to offer something super special for my podcast listeners because I know what it's like to have the idea of what you want to do, but not know exactly what you need to do to execute it. And guys, listen, when I started my business, I was seven months pregnant. I had all the excuses in the world of why I shouldn't do it, why I couldn't do it, but I did it. And I was able to leave my teaching job within two months of freelancing. And I want to gift my secrets to you on what I did exactly to make that happen. I want to offer you a one-on-one 90-minute coaching session where you can have all the steps that I took to create the business, to walk away from this call knowing exactly what you're going to offer, who you're going to serve, how you're going to network it, how to create the portfolio, all the things I want to gift all of those things to you. So if that sounds like something you want to do after listening to this episode and you're like, yes, I'm ready to start the business, but I need that help. I'm not sure the how to, then we need to book that one-on-one coaching call. And you can do that at aubreymalik.com slash 90 minute. That's aubreymalik.com slash 90 minute. You can DM me on Instagram if you want to book that too. I'm happy to connect over there. My handle over there is at aubreymalik, but let's get this on the books now so that you can start the freelancing business today and maybe in two months, who knows where your business will be. How does that sound? All right, guys. So head to aubreymalik.com slash 90 minute if you would love to have a one-on-one session with me so we can get your business off the ground started on the right foot. And I'm so excited to offer that to my listeners. All right, guys, I will catch you next week. I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. I can't wait to keep pouring into you and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.